shoot. Pull back, step back, three. Bottom! The handoff. Jones for the tie. Oh, he's fouled! And one! He's still loose. Doherty the heave. Oh, oh my God! Southern Utah. Oh, Southern Utah is going to do something he's never done. What's up, everybody? Another episode of the Straight Out of Whack podcast. Again, it's week three of our season previews. And on this episode, I got a special guest, as it is GCU Men's Basketball Week. We got Ray Harrison, the WAC Tournament MVP, led the Loves to the NCAA Tournament for the second time in three years. Ray, appreciate the time today. I appreciate you for having me. How has uh how's the offseason been? I mean you've you've been pretty busy yourself. You went through the NBA draft process, you came back, and I, I heard on a podcast that the original plan was to come back all along. You just wanted to test the waters. Is that right? I mean, to be honest, uh me and my dad, we actually had a conversation when I first uh decided to enter the draft, and he was basically telling me, you know, if you're gonna do it, do it with you know, uh, wholeheartedly, you know, just go into it with the mentality of, you know, whatever happens, happens. And obviously, you know, I, I came back to college, so that was what was best for me. What, during that process, what did they, the scouts and whoever you're working out for, what kind of feedback did you get in terms of maybe something to work on this off season or get better at it and that they want to see more of in going into this, you know, next college basketball season? Yeah, I feel like a, a lot of them were pleased with the skills that I already have, but I feel like they just want me to be sharper in general, uh, whether it's shooting the ball, playmaking, becoming a better defender. Just want me to be sharper. How, I guess, how's your time at GCU been? Obviously, there was some <laughs> acclimation when you first got there, right? And then you guys get rolling into the season. You go on a crazy run in, in Las Vegas at – between Mick and Orleans Arena, just what that's been like for you right now, the ride that's been like being at GCU? Man, it's been a dream come true, honestly. I mean, from the first time I came on my visit, it just felt like it was uh, the right place for me. I, I already knew that I wanted to commit on my visit here, and my dad was kind of telling me, like, we still got other visits, you know, planned. Let's just see how it goes. I was like, nah, I know. This is the one. So when I got here, I mean – to be honest, it was kind of up and down. I mean, when I first got here in the summer, like you said, it took me some time to get acclimated and to, uh, you know, gain Coach Drew's trust. And as time went on, you know, you know the story. It was, it, it's been a dream come true, though. We do know the story. We do know the story. Wack tournament MVP, big time games in the championship game and against UTA. I mean, the other. Uh, you know, against uh, I believe it was Seattle. It was Gabe that went off. I mean, how nice was it during that run to see different guys stuff? I think you guys shot like sixty-five percent from three-point range in those four games. Like, I, I, you're probably going to say it's not a surprise to you, but like that's a pretty good percentage to shoot in a conference tournament. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it was just perfect timing. I feel like we were just waiting for that time as a team where we were all in harmony uh, on and off the court. But that time, it it, it just lined up perfectly. Like, we we hit the stride that we needed at the right time. 
what what's it been like for you to see the the student section that you guys get at home games the the fan support um it's just i mean donovan mitchell when he played there back when he was at louisville uh said it's one of the best environments he's ever played in rick patino said that i mean that's a hall of fame coach that said that but for you as a player what's that like night in and night out to have those havocs going crazy yeah um I feel like that was one of the main things that I had to get acclimated to, to be honest with you. I mean, my, all my life I've played in small gyms, high school gyms, auxiliary gyms. Uh, even at my previous school that I transferred from, Presbyterian College, it probably, that gym probably only sat like a thousand people, maybe. Like it was just a high school gym. So coming here, it was just different, you know? Like I remember we had an uh, exhibition game and at the time I was dealing with like a, a minor injury and I was telling Coach Walker, uh, I was like, I don't know if I want to go out and play, you know, I don't want to re-injure it right now. I'd rather just wait until our first, you know, official game. And he was like, no, nah, you, you need to get acclimated to this crowd. You need to be out there at least one time before the first game. And I really appreciated that because I felt it when I first got out there. It's like, it, it took me some time to get used to. Did it help to in Las Vegas to kind of have that home, in a sense, kind of have that home court advantage too? I mean, it was majority purple, you know, in the Orleans Arena. Like, does that help as well to see that they travel well too? It does. It does. Their support is unreal. It's it's like a, a fan base that I've never been a part of, but I'm just so thankful and just blessed to be here. What's I guess. My question is, how's the adjustment temperature-wise, considering that it's like a humid heat on the East Coast and it's a dry heat in the desert? Like, do you which one do you prefer personally? I mean, I feel like they both they both aren't you know something that I, I like, but I don't know. Here it gets extremely <laughs> hot. It gets extremely hot. Like it's one, it's like 115 degrees, 120. Like that's crazy. That's crazy. I'd rather, I'd rather be in the humid where it's like 80 to 95. Like, I'm cool with that. I'm cool nice. With that. Nice. All right. Kind of crazy question. Maybe you guys already do this. NBA 2K competition in the locker room. Who's taking, who's taking the belt? If. If one of, if one of my teammates, Kobe Knox, was still here, it would have been Kobe. Shout out Kobe, but uh, it'll probably be Bake, Joshua Baker. Nice, nice. Probably be Baker for sure. Awesome. Uh, I want to ask you. Let's let's talk about this upcoming season. Some new faces, obviously. Chance gone to Texas Tech. Kobe Knox at South Florida. Noah's playing. Just signed a professional contract. Um, you know, Yvonne and Aiden are gone, um, but new faces, but some returners as well in, in terms of Gabe, Josh Baker. Uh, Javon working his way back from the knee injury yourself. Um, like, I, I'm I'm not going to throw this out. I'm not going to put any pressure on you here, but I'm pretty sure most media outlets are going to choose GC to be the favorites again in the WAC this year. So expectations, maybe thoughts, preparations. I know you guys are getting ready to go to the Bahamas too um, for a trip, but like just kind of expectations going into this 2023-24 season. 
I really do feel like the sky's the limit. And I'm a realist. I'm a realist. I'm if I if I didn't feel like that way, truly I wouldn't even say that. But I really do feel like the sky's the limit with this team just because we have all the pieces that we need, you know, we have experience, uh, we got depth, we got great coaching, and we got guys that are willing to buy in, you know. We got dudes that wanna win. That's all they care about. So I feel like like I said, the sky's the limit. Do you guys like having that, I guess, expectation, you know, maybe, I don't want to say hype. Hype's not the right word. Just the expectation that, hey, we're going to win and we're going to do it a lot. And this is, you know, it, not necessarily make or break, but, like, this is the ultimate goal every single year. Absolutely. And I feel like that culture has been here, uh, especially since Coach Drew's been here. But, um yeah, I mean, even last year, I feel like we kind of, we kind of started to fall in love with like this mentality that we were like the bad guys in a sense in, in our conference, just because we felt like we always got the best punch from everybody, you know, like everybody always threw their best punch at us. So we kind of just, I mean, like we kind of just ran with it, you know, we we don't mind the expectation, the pressure, the hype, whatever you want to call it, you know, we just. We're still gonna we're still gonna do what we're gonna do. Okay. One team that you really are looking forward to in the Western Athletic Conference to playing this year that maybe you've kind of I don't want to say circled, but maybe put a star on the schedule like this is this is one <laughs> of those games. Uh and see that's a troubling question because New Mexico State is yeah. no longer in the Western Athletic Conference. So uh, to be honest, putting you on the spot here. To be honest, I don't. I don't really. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't think we have a. <laughs> true, we we're the ones that we the champions. I mean, I feel like everybody should have us marked down, but I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't have anybody that I'm just out to get or anything. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, one last question here. <clears throat> Has do you guys ever practice the shot? that your head coach hit in Valparaiso's, you know, championship year, the old, I don't even know what to call it. Like the old Hail Mary press break shot that coach drew hit to send his, you know, Valpo to the NCAA tournament. Does he ever practice that with you guys? Yeah, we actually do. We do. <laughs> we do. So just in case we ever got to use that, we got that available. What's, what's it been like, I got one last question for you. What's it been like to you saw Javon go down against Sam Houston back in January? Now to see him getting back on the floor, maybe not not necessarily a hundred percent, but just you and him working together, maybe to to as he gets through suffering a severe injury, just working together in that situation. What do you what are you asking? You saying how do I? What's it been like for you and him working together okay. as he's trying to get back on the floor? Yeah, I mean, he's he's been Nuna's been great with like his own rehab and stuff. He's been on it like he's self motivated. You know, it's, he don't have to have somebody like watching him the whole time, making sure he's doing something. You know, he's he's self motivated. So. I've I've definitely you know been in his ear and we've been communicating and stuff like that. But I've just been you know just been glad to see him you know working. You know it's just good to see him 
back in this element. You know, I can't wait to have him back out there with me. Are you a Cubs fan like uh, Bryce Drew is, like your head coaches? Or who's and your I, baseball team? A baseball team? Uh, it's funny. When I actually played Little League for like the year, the only year that I played, uh, I played with the Cubs. Uh, our team was the Cubs. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the Cubs. I feel like that's the right answer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no right or wrong answers, but, yes, Cubs is a, is a very good answer. That's Ray Harrison. The WAC tournament MVP and looking to lead Lopes back to the NCAA tournament again. It would be the third time in four years. Uh, I'm sure, like I said, that GC will be one of the favorites. So, Ray, I appreciate the time, man, and enjoy your summer. Enjoy your trip next weekend, next week, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you again soon. Definitely, I appreciate you, man. Thanks for listening to the Straight Out of Whack podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcasting platforms. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Whack Hoops Digest and Facebook under Whack Hoops Digest for all your Whack Hoops news and information.